0: This is the Get Healthy 360 podcast, where we discuss topics related to your physical, mental, financial, and spiritual health. Your host is Dr. Chris Ferguson board-certified in anesthesiology and pain management. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and you should consult your primary health care provider before making any decisions related to your health. And here's your host, Dr. Chris Ferguson. Oh, one more thing before we start. If you like this episode, please consider rating us five stars. We would really appreciate it. Thanks very much.
1: Welcome to Get Healthy 360. Today we have with us Dr. Steve Falowski. He is a functional neurosurgeon, and on a super interesting note, he is also a bodybuilder. So those two things don't usually go together. When people think of physicians, they usually think of someone who's you know older guy or older woman who's not usually in shape because they're working all the time. So I'm super fascinated to figure out how does he mix bodybuilding into his very busy schedule. He also has a family, young kids. I personally have tried getting personal trainers, and it it d- just doesn't work for me because the programs they give me, like I just can't fit into my schedule. So I'm I'm looking forward to having someone who's doing what I want to do with a busy professional schedule like I have. So, um, Dr. Steve Falowski, thank you so much for taking the time for this podcast. Uh,
0: thank you for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. Um, let's start
1: with mindset. So, how you're you're busy? You're a, you're a functional neurosurgeon. You have you're you're speaking all over the country on on really advanced healthcare topics. An expert and leader in your field. How do you how do you navigate doing those professional things, having a family, but still also finding time to keep your, yourself in shape?
0: You know, it's funny you ask it like that, Chris. It's just you know the simple answer always is if there's something important to you, you're going to find a way to fit it in, into your life, and you know whether it's working 40 hours a week or 80 hours a week, you, you know, everyone's working hard and you have a family to take care of. But you, if something's important to you, you find a way to adjust your schedule, clear a part of your schedule and, and fit it in. And I mean, I can tell you one of the hardest things for me, especially when I, it wasn't always fitting it into work because work can be very regimented. It was actually fitting it in with my family and my kids. Um, so several years ago, as my kids started getting older, the one big change I had to do was I changed from working out at night to working out in the morning. And I did that because I realized nighttime was going to be the, the time I would have with my kids. Um, so now I had to change to getting up earlier in the morning to try to change my workouts there to make sure I got them in. And I, I think that's what I mean when I say you really, if something's important to you, you find a way to adjust things around it. So
1: what time are you waking up and then what time are you going to bed? No, that's a
0: great, that's I normally wake up, say, maybe 5 a.m. and I'll I'll usually do about a half hour of emails and work to try to help myself wake up, and then I'll, I'll I'll work out. I'll usually work out for for 45 minutes and then shower and go to work. and And for the most part, I'll you know I go to bed. Let's just say 10 p.m. So I'll make sure I get a good night's sleep. You know, seven hours. Sometimes I, I stay up a little bit later, but it's really just because I want to spend more time with say my my wife after the kids go to bed. But I try my best to make sure you get good sleep too. So a lot of people spend a lot of time
1: watching TV. I'm just trying to get a sense of how do you navigate? What activities have you eliminated? Because a lot of people, a lot of their downtime really is watching TV or not super high, high use activities.
0: Um, I think that that's probably very true. And, but there's also nothing wrong with that. Cause I think you need some stuff that gives you that downtime to help, help your brain turn off because, uh, I'm also, I happen to be one of those people where it's very hard to turn off. So I'm always trying to do work. And then when I'm not working, I'm thinking about working. Um, but like, for instance, I don't watch very much TV, maybe a little bit on the weekends if I'm home. But one of the things I do to catch up on, like, say, news and, and events is while I'm working out in between my sets, I'm actually reading the news uh, on my phone. You know, I'm reading articles and trying to keep up with things that would be important to me. And it's surprising how much you can actually do in the time of working out, uh, just in between sets, uh, which is sometimes kind of fun for me, but at least it keeps me up on the things I'm interested in. So offline, we talked
1: about diet being super important and there's a, a lot of diet information out there on what you should do. Shouldn't do. Can you, you have a phenomenal okay. physique. I mean, you, you, you lift a lot of weight, um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weight. And I've seen some of the pictures you posted online, like you're super jacked. So can you break it down into something simple and understandable as to what should someone eat to really maximize their odds of accomplishing having um, a healthy
0: physique? Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you, I'll premise this all by starting with, I think people complicate things. And I think people are always looking for the latest fad and I actually love to just keep everything very simple. And this is a simple way I look at it. First off, even when I work out, I never work out for more than 45 minutes because the truth of the matter is over 80% of what you look like and the physique you're going to have is controlled by diet, not by what you do in the gym. And so then the simple way to look at diet is protein is the key. And to make it simple, I think it's high protein, low carb, low fat. And the way I fit that in is the. Easy rule of thumb is one gram of protein per pound of weight that you are. So if you're a 150 pound male, then you should be at the minimum taking in 150 grams of protein a day. And what you want to do is just try to split that into like kind of even increments throughout the day. So, um, I love to actually just drink protein shakes because I'm always on the move. I uh, have protein bars because I'm always on the move. Um, now, if you want to actually get a little bit bigger, as opposed to just being in shape, you you increase the amount of protein that you eat. And what's surprising is, is that when you focus on just the protein and making sure that you're getting that amount of protein in, it's amazing how you do take in less carbs and less fat just, just by default, because there's only so many calories you're going to get in in a day. Um, so I usually... You know, I'm two hundred pounds. Um, but I take in anywhere between two hundred and fifty and three hundred grams of protein a day because I'm I want to keep a, a certain type of mass uh and physique where I'm you know, I'm more muscular. So I take in about a gram and a half of protein a day. But what I do is I'm always taking in something about every three to four hours. And it's usually a protein shake, a protein bar, chicken, you know, something to, to that effect. But that's the simple way to think about it is make sure you have high protein, low carb, low fat and You'd be surprised how much you, the good things you could actually eat in that. So I'm
1: going to repeat that. So it's yeah, one to 1.5 grams per pound. Can you have too much protein? What if I said, well, I want to be an overachiever. I'm going to have a lot more than that.
0: Um, I would I, mean, I, I would say the answer is probably no, because there's only so much you're going to be able to get into your body, no matter how much you try. Um, but I will say the main thing is if you take it, the more protein you take in, you always want to make sure you take in a lot of water because Protein does put like some stress on the on the kidneys, but it's no stress on the kidneys if you're always just taking in fluids. Um, so for instance, I drink a lot of protein shakes throughout the day. And protein shakes by default are already coming with fluid or liquid, so water. So I, I it's less concerning to me. But if you're eating just a lot of chicken, you just want to make sure that you, you take in water with
1: it. And if you're looking at the protein, in the chicken, do you just take a chicken breast and wait and see if that's like a a half pound chicken breast that's the number of protein i'm getting or do you actually how do you figure out how much protein is in that chicken breast
0: um well that's actually a good question i mean i if years ago i used to be very competitive in bodybuilding i competed for almost 10 years and i used to weigh out my food in the morning and weigh out you know four ounce chicken breast and and how many grams but for the most part you're going to know when you're eating something you know how much protein is in it and for instance like if you're eating chicken you're probably going to want to have about 4 to 8 ounces of chicken depending on how much protein uh, you want to take in. Um protein shakes are very easy because they already listed on the container or whatever you're using for it. Um but you start to learn in general that it's what the portions are. So one or two pieces of chicken, you know, a piece of meat like steak would be like, you know, that's actually a fair amount cuz usually a steak is like 1200 calories, but uh um, but you start to get used to thinking like that. And, and also if you if you think about just eating multiple small meals throughout the day, it starts, you start getting into like, kind of like a groove of understanding what you eat.
1: What do you, what are your thoughts on, um, intermittent fasting, ketogenic diet?
0: Um, I think that for certain people, intermittent fasting works. And I think I actually personally think the reason it works is because it gets people to lower the amount of caloric intake that they're taking. Um, you know, for, for instance, even though I I work out usually at least five days a week, um, 45 minutes at a time, I actually do have a fairly, what I think is slow metabolism. Um, so I usually try to keep my caloric intake less than like 2000 calories a day. Uh, but when you take, you're taking in, you know, 250 grams of protein, that's already a thousand calories right there. So I only have a thousand calories left for, for fat and carbs. Um, I think in general, intermittent fasting helps people because it, you know, there's only so much you're going to eat in one meal. So if you're skipping all your meals for the day and just have one meal, maybe you can take in a thousand calories or fifteen hundred calories in that one meal. But you're still going to be below your caloric intake for the day. So I'm not. I'm actually not a big fan of intermittent fasting for anybody who's looking to build real muscle because I think that when you're not taking in calories, such as protein throughout the day in, in increments, it's really just leaving an opportunity to break down muscle in your body. Because if you think about it, there's nothing coming into your body, the calories have to come from somewhere to keep your body running. So you're gonna, you may break down everything, fat, uh, but you're also gonna break down muscle with that. And my goal is always to be never breaking down muscle and always building muscle, uh, but also just kind of losing fat. So that's why I believe in, you know, taking in protein throughout the day. and. That's actually a true bodybuilder's workout. It always has been. Is eating every two to three hours, eating small meals throughout the day. You're eating about five meals a day, yeah. You know, but you're eating, you know, 400 calorie meals throughout the day.
1: How strict are you about your diet, or do you, or would you splurge on like ice cream or snacks or chocolate bars or donuts around um, the office? Uh, uh,
0: that's a great question because everyone always wants to have a little bit of a splurge. Some people do like a splurge day, you know. What what I tell you is I'm always seven days a week, I'm always very strict about my diet, but I'm also not completely like absurd about it. Meaning if I go out to dinner with my wife, I'll, I'll have a real meal with her. For the most part, I probably won't eat the bread uh, on the table. I may not eat a big bowl of rice or pasta, um, but I'm going to have a real meal with my wife if I get to go out with her. The, the difference is, is you don't want to be doing, you know, maybe you don't want to be going out with your wife every night of the week <laughs> because then that becomes too much. But um, I kind of like, I guess the best way to think about it is I kind of keep track of it where whenever I can control it, I'm always controlling my diet so that I have the opportunity to cheat when I want to.
1: Cause I like that it's really straightforward and simple. So, so far one to 1.5 grams, um, per key for one to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight, get the sleep, make it a priority. And let's talk about your workout then. Cause again, there's lots of workouts. There's a thousand people online thousands and thousands of people giving lots of workouts. Like how, what does your workout look like for 45 minutes? Are you varying it every single day? Do you have a set list of exercises you do? Like, how do you do this?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And remember what I said too, in the beginning that 80% is actually your diet. So we'll just, I mean, these are kind of a little bit of arbitrary numbers, but let's just say 20% of how you look is actually working out. Um, there's, there's different types of workouts. And like I said, I like to keep things simple. So I think if you want to build large muscle mass, it's heavy weights with low reps. And that's exactly what I do. I, I usually do anywhere between two and three sets of less than eight reps for whatever I do. And I only do about two or three exercises per muscle. So that's how I keep my workouts to 45 minutes. So the simple way to look at it is if you want to build muscle, and pure muscle to get bigger. You just want high weight, low reps. Um, if your goal is to be more athletic looking, uh, have more of a fitness physique or, or more stamina, then you do, you know, you do higher, higher reps and higher sets. You take less breaks in between your sets, you just you do more of that. The problem is I think things have gotten so complicated with you know, you look online and there's these things about super setting and then and you know, timing yourself in between every set and all. I can tell you after 25 years of doing this I've never pulled out a watch uh, in the gym and looked at how long I'm taking a break in between sets. I just judge things on, on how I feel. And I think people need to like really simplify uh what they are what they're doing. Well, how
1: many exercises you're doing or like or just what does it look like? Do you do like three sets of deadlifts, three sets of squats and then some bench press? Do you do the same workout every day or are you rotating these exercises?
0: Without getting too complicated, what I I like the the two Two times a week workout routine, which means I work the same muscles usually twice a week. So I like to do chest and tricep together. And I like to do biceps, shoulder, kind of upper back together. Uh, so if you if you do those things, that takes four days right there, right? Because two for each of those. And then yeah, you know, I always think I always say like <laughs> legs are also still important. So you don't want to skip them. So my my fifth workout of the week is usually legs, which I only do once a week. But uh, but let, like, let's just take uh say like my chest and tricep day for my chest and tricep day. I do a total, total of six exercises, three for chest and three for triceps. And so for chest, I'll do flat bench, uh, usually for three sets, I'll do incline bench for two sets and then flies for two sets. And that's it. And you just, I do higher weight. So it's only doing like maybe six to eight reps. Yeah. Then I do something similar for, for, for triceps. Uh, what I do is like every couple of months, maybe two months, I mix up kind of the exercises a little bit just to kind of give myself a little flavor, but I really do just keep it down to core exercises and just keep it simple. So you're not doing
1: all sorts of weird, um, programming for your, for your, your, like (laughs) four straps or like super setting or like, no,
0: and all all 25 years. Okay. I I tell you, it's and there's a flavor to my workouts i i do change up the the actual exercises that i do but the one thing i've never changed over time is the way i work out which is i do you know high weight low reps and just a certain amount of exercises per muscle group and i i've never i don't want to say understood but i i don't i don't think you have to make things very complicated with these four sets and super setting and you know people do pyramid schemes and so no
1: bands chains um no. Like like so West Side I Barbell, core,
0: I love very core exercises, dumbbells, barbells, you know, straight type of machines. I I, I really do. believe <laughs> in just keeping it simple. So what do you do? What was what would your like leg workout look like then? Or the what
1: exercises do you do for your legs?
0: um So for 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 thighs, I'll do extensions and leg press. Then I'll I'll do curls for my hamstrings and then you know uh, my calves. So that That's would it. be a full leg workout. Yep. Awesome.
1: So what is, you? what is, if you could find one of the most, what's the most common thing people often get wrong about trying to get in shape?
0: Um, I think they, they take for granted what the diet actually, I really honestly do because I always say, I, I don't think it, there's so many things you can do in the gym and you know, there's not necessarily that one's wrong or one's right or one's better. I mean, there's ideas of what it takes to build more muscle than the other person, but, At the end of the day, what really separates people from like, you know, you and I and everyone else are just, you go to the gym, you work so hard, you're there for an hour and a half, but then all of a sudden the guy next to you just looks so much bigger and better. It's because that person has a better diet. It really is. And um, it's the one thing I've learned over and over again through the years is when I don't control my diet, I don't look the same way and I don't feel the same way. And it's like I said, the best way to control your diet is always when you're you're by yourself when you you can control it control it so that when you do need to cheat because you want to be a normal person and you want to go out with your wife or you want to go out to a work dinner and actually say eat a steak you know you have the opportunity to do it because you've been so good for the last five days yeah you know, for instance i i always i I'm, I'm actually believe it or not i'm actually a big craft beer drinker and it's very well known craft beers like a single craft beer can have 250 calories in it and i love to have craft beer on the weekends with my family. So I am like, especially during the week when I work a lot of hours, I am super religious about my diet because to me, like, you know, when lunch comes to my office and it's a bunch of Chinese food and everything else or, or burgers or, or anything, there's zero, like there's zero want for me just to cheat in the middle of the day on an average day during the week when I'm working anyway. And I make sure I'm just strict during that time. So if I know my, you know, my family's coming over for the weekend, I can have a bunch of craft beers with them.
1: So Uh, what do you eat then? Okay. So that's, I I think that's a great way to like, how do you keep discipline throughout that where there's Chinese food there and I'm sure it's like, it's there or like bread or whatever. How, like, what do you eat? (laughs) Everyone's eating and you're like, how
0: do you just sit there and you're hungry and then you just watch the food? Well, for the most part, I, I try to, like, so for for instance, today was my, my clinic day and I saw about 25 patients in the clinic, which is a good amount for, for a surgeon, um, having to talk to patients about surgery and all, but like throughout the day, like in between patients, uh, you know, when I run back to dictate a note, really, I may have like a protein shake right there. So every three hours I have something coming in. I like having protein bars. If something comes into the office, like food, um, like today we actually had, um, I forget what the places but they make grilled chicken sandwiches and burgers and so what i did was i actually took one of the grilled chicken sandwiches took the bread off and just ate the chicken (laughs)
1: okay
0: Um, and that was sort of my way of just being stricter about it um but to me the the main thing is is as you it's all like momentum right if you if you get used to doing this and and being good with, with your diet it actually becomes a lot easier i don't crave having a big piece of bread Right. And I actually look forward to the fact that I'm being so good when I can, that when I don't have to be good, I'm able to do it without ruining everything I've been working for. There should be zero incentive on just like a normal Wednesday afternoon because someone brought food into your office that you just want to have a big piece of bread or or just cheat on your diet. That's what that's the eventually the point you have to get to that you're cheating is because there's something good about it. Right. You're out with your wife, you're out with your family, you're having a craft beer. that's what it should be. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, you only you cheat only once a week. Like I would be lying if I told you, I, you know, I'm so perfect that I only cheat once a week. Um, but I will tell you that when I'm not cheating, I am super perfect about my diet. I think
1: to, to close this off. So the people, a lot of people would be unhappy if I didn't ask. So what protein shake or what protein shakes do you use and what protein bars do you use? Um, <laughs> As full disclosure, this is not a sponsored podcast. So, like, no, like, <laughs> this is say, not sponsored. Am I giving
0: plugs to somebody?
1: So, there's no, um, there is like no, this, no This is not sponsored.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. So, um, obviously, my the protein shake I use is whey protein um, because it's the it's by biological grade. It's actually some of the purest protein you should have for for your body. I personally like body tech, which is by Vitamin Shop, and the reason I like it is it's a very good mix of high quality protein at a good price. And if you drink a lot of protein, then that—that's something you want to do—is also be very wary about the the price. Um, but uh, the other the other bars that I like are—they're called Pure Protein. So Pure Protein makes uh, bars that they're usually about 20 grams, but they're like about 150 calories only. So they're almost all protein. And Pure Protein also makes already pre-made uh, protein shakes. Uh, one of my favorite ones is—they actually make one with coffee in it. Oh. So in the morning, if I'm in a hurry um, and then I have to get going and I don't have time to actually make a shaker and, and my protein, I just grab one of those, which actually already has the coffee in it. It's the equivalent of one cup of coffee with 30 grams of protein. And they're usually about a dollar a piece.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so that's not bad. So again, I'm going to emphasize, really, this is not a sponsored podcast.
0: There's no, yeah. So this is, this really is what he's using. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, but, but you can, you can use anything along those lines. It's just, that happens to be what I use, but
1: All right, so um, Dr. Steve Falowski, neurosurgeon, bodybuilder, family guy, thank you so much for taking the time for this podcast. Uh,
0: Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you having me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and visit the Get Healthy 360 Facebook page. We are always looking for feedback and new story ideas. Thanks again, and see you next time.